Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. Now, in this episode today, we are just going to do a grab bag. Uh, I always love doing grab bag episodes because they're so varied. And, um, yeah, it just, it, it, it basically, it's kind of at the heart of the whole reason that I, I kind of started the podcast, you know, way back a few years ago, um, probably about four years ago now. Uh, I started the podcast with the idea that I wanted to just spin some of my favorite jazz tracks um, for basically anybody who wants to listen to kind of get their minds off of day-to-day problems um, and things like that. And I also wanted to uh, do some deep dives in the podcast to kind of give hyper-awareness to either under rated musicians, unsung heroes, you know, things like that, um, as well as piece together things in a way that maybe listeners hadn't thought about before. So those are kind of the two missions that we try to adhere to here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And uh, as you go through kind of the archives, you'll see that that has held pretty true. And one of the things that I, like I said, I, I really love doing is uh, just giving y'all a big variety of music, and um, you know, as I've stated as I've stated before, with um, some of these other past grab bag episodes, uh, the pandemic, you know, um, for everything that was horrible, horrible about it, uh, has given me a chance to really revisit my jazz collection and find some uh, newer hits um, that are like on my favorites radar and um, piece together a couple of them for you. Like, Man, that's groovy. I totally forgot how groovy that was. So, needless to say, all that soapbox <laughs> is just to let you know we've got a bunch of groovy tunes coming right for you. So, stick around and let's get to some grab bag jazz tracks. <laughs> mood can't get over this feeling can't get out of this mood last night your lips were too appealing the thrill should have been all gone by today in the usual way but it's only your arms I'm out of can't get out of this dream what a fool to dream of you twasn't part of my scheme to sigh and tell you that i love you but i'm saying it i'm playing it dumb can't get out of this mood heartbreak here i come Thank you. 
to dream of you Twas a part of my scheme To sigh and tell you that I love you But I'm saying it, I'm playing it dumb Can't get out of this mood Heartbreak
Embedded seeds crack through tormented shells of one color, giving birth to many hues. A storm is an ism that tries to destroy that which was never bound by it. A seed never ran a race of its choosing. Before and after its displacement across miles of blues, it still blossoms. Come on to my house, to my house, I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house, to my house, I'm gonna give you apple, a plum, and an apricot or two. Aye. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, to my house, I'm gonna give you pigs and the dates and the grapes and the cakes. Aye. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house, to my house, I'm gonna give you everything. So that was the great Bill Doggett on the organ and the one and the only, the first lady of swing, talking about Miss Ella Fitzgerald with Come On In My House. Uh, such a great groovy, groovy record, you know. I just, uh, the minute I heard that, I'm like, man, I forgot just how much I love that song. Um, so I listened to it about ten more times after that. And then <laughs> I said, you know what? This is a perfect one for the grab bag jazz tracks for the podcast, and that's why I'm sharing it with y'all. So there you go. Uh, you can't really ever go wrong with a, an Ella Fitzgerald track, especially one that grooves like that. Um, and that comes from the Chronological Classics album, Ella Fitzgerald, 1951. Yeah. So before that, we heard a really awesome awesome track um called kimmergy and um it comes from a relatively new uh saxophonist on the scene his name is james brandon lewis and um what we heard was uh a track from his album called jessup wagon uh which was released in may of 2021 so about a month ago you know um and it features the uh, Red Lily Quintet, which um, 
is, of course, James Brandon Lewis on the tenor saxophone, Kurt Nufke on the cornet, Chad Taylor on the drums, Chris Hoffman on the cello, and none other than the just the the, the immaculate, the incomparable genius William Parker on the bass. And, and he's actually playing Gimbri on two tracks, and Chad Taylor's playing Mabira uh, on one track. And the whole album, Jessup Wagon, is... Um, it's truly... It, it's, um, it's a whole album dedicated to George Washington Carver. Um, and before you sit there and go, wait, the peanut guy? No, 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 no. And this, this is one of the things that's really so cool and important that James Brandon Lewis did is that it's a complete musical appreciation of the life and legacy of the African-American musician. Yes, right. You heard me right. Musician, painter, writer, and scientist, George Washington Carver. He went way beyond Peanuts. Um, in fact, the, uh, the cover shows the original drawing of the Jessup agricultural wagon, um, that George Washington Carver used at the Tuskegee, uh, university, the Tuskegee Institute, uh, in which he brought out the wagon that was like a, a mobile way to show how agricultural agriculture works, uh, to farmers, you know, in real life, like in time, like he brought the education to them. And this is a model we're still using to this day. You think about all the cool things. It's like, you know, the, the, the space station on wheels, you know what I mean? Or the science museum on, on wheels or on a bus, things like that. Right. That wouldn't be possible without George Washington Carver taking the initiative of the Jessup wagon out to the farmers. So, yeah, and it, it the whole the whole album is fantastic. Entirely fantastic. And I don't want to be one of those cats that sit there and goes, "Oh, James Brendan Lewis, he's the new Dewey Redman. He's the new Don Cherry. He's the, you know, new Albert Eiler, the new Coltrane because I don't I think that's way too much pressure. But I will say that it, it touches on a lot of things that I do love about some of that older music like Old and New Dreams, some of the um the the rhythms you know the like the african tinged rhythms in the back um as and the percussion as well as some of the call and response things you know the that's just that call and answer that is just fantastic and um no he's his, he's his own james brandon lewis is his own dude for sure um but yeah, I mean, if you get a chance, get this album. Um, there's still it's the the actual vinyl has already been sold out. They're waiting on a on a release date for the second edition uh, because it it basically everybody bought it up so quick. Uh, you can still find this album on CD, and you can visit his Bandcamp page, which is James Brandon Lewis. Um, no spaces. James Brandon Lewis so please, um, if you d dig that, you'll love the rest of the album. Trust me, and support this fine, fine artist. Um, 
yeah so yeah <laughs> killer killer stuff and then we started off with the divine one on that set the, talking about the wonderful and incomparable miss sassy miss sarah vaughn with can't get out of this mood and i don't know what it was you know i've heard that song a hundred times but some, there's just the planets align in a certain way and your ears align in a certain mood and it just hits you you're like man this is a great track so I don't blame me if you don't dig it right off the bat, but it kind of hit me that way. So, Sarah Vaughn, James Brandon Lewis, and Ella Fitzgerald. Can't go wrong with that, right? Well, we got more coming for you, so do not go anywhere. You are listening to the Jazz Grab Bag Tracks edition of the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
the great Lester Young with the standard Just You, Just Me. And man, I just there's something about that track. I just love, 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 love that track. The vibe is just so happy. Um, and that comes from the Essential Keynote Collection, Volume 1, The Complete Lester Young. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there used to be this radio station uh, on the internet that I always used to go to, and it was called, like, Just Jazz. And they always opened up with that, uh, a snippet of that song, Just You, Just Me by Prez. And, um, yeah. Uh, just, and it was such a happy, happy, uh, radio station, you know, I just absolutely loved it, so, uh, yeah, in fact, it's probably one of the reasons that inspired me to do what I'm doing right now for you, so there you have it, uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Lester Young, Lester Young is just, I mean, he's the president, he's the president of the tennis saxophone, there you go, so, man, great stuff. Uh, before that, a really killer, killer, killer version of Eleanor Rigby. That's right, the Beatles' Eleanor Rigby by the band Soul Live. Uh, and if you're not familiar with Soul Live, they're like a like a organ trio sort of thing. Uh, it's Alan and Neil Evans brothers, and uh, on drums and on organ, and then uh, the guitarist is Eric Krasno. Uh, and if you're new to Soul Live, that's okay, you know. Uh, but they have a ton of great groovy albums, one of which is called Rubber Soul Live. And it's an entire album dedicated to the music of the Beatles within their own funky arrangements. So it's got a host of great, great, great songs. Um, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, um, I Want You from Abbey Road, uh, and of course Eleanor Rigby, which we just heard in the middle of that set. So if you dig that, go check out Do Not Pass Go, Do Not Collect $200, Post Haste, go check out some Soul Live. Um, yeah, so that's my spiel about Soul Live. Go check it out, it's good for you. Um, and then we opened up the set with Como in Vietnam. And this is one of my all-time, 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 all-time favorite albums, uh, Gary Burton and Keith Jarrett. And what led me to this album was when I was in college, you know, I had one of the real books, you know, and uh, one of the old school real books, not the Hal Leonard ones, the old school ones that had like little albums and, you know, the quotation marks at the bottom of the page. And just some of my favorite tracks were, you know, sight reading, you know, were... Um, off this album, Gary Burton and Keith Jarrett. So, you know, I went and I found the album, and man, I just fell in love with the sound of it. And of course, it features the great Gary Burton on vibraphone. Keith Jarrett is playing an assortment of things here. Uh, acoustic piano, electric piano, and on the track that you just heard, Como in Vietnam, yes, soprano saxophone. The saxophone that you heard was Keith Jarrett. I'll say it one more time. Keith Jarrett, on saxophone. <laughs> yep. So now piece together your mind. You know, it's kind of like Total Recall. You know, you just splits your head open. Um, but yeah, Jarrett played some saxophone and uh, he was killing it on that track. 
uh, Sam Brown is on guitar. Bill Goodwin is on drums. Now, if you're not familiar with that name, let me clue you into some Bill Goodwin. Bill Goodwin is a killer producer, uh, a great drummer, worked with Phil Woods. Um, I want to say he worked with Tom Harrell as well. I mean, dude is just everywhere. You know what I mean? He's like, but he's like one of those guys that does not like being in the spotlight. He keeps a very low profile, you know, so, but he does amazing things and I'm not going to let him stay in the shadows because Bill Goodwin and his brother, you know, is the Goodwins are awesome. So check out Phil Woods Quintet. Um, yeah, killer, killer, killer stuff. Um, and then on bass is Steve Swallow, the, the giant Steve Swallow. Um, you may know him better from some of his work with Carla Blay. Um, and that's okay, but Steve is uh, a giant in within the, the idiom of jazz music in his own right. And in fact, he was the one that wrote that track that we just heard, Como in Vietnam. There's five tracks on this album, and they're all by Keith Jarrett, written all by Keith Jarrett except Como in Vietnam, um, which is a testament to Steve. Steve just writes amazing music. You know, he's the same guy that wrote Eider Down, um, Falling Grace, uh, Como in Vietnam. I mean, Steve Swallow is one of the top, 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 top composers in jazz. So... Yeah, if you haven't checked out Steve Swallow's stuff, you should definitely do that too. But by all means, if you have not heard in its entirety the majesty of Gary Burton and Keith Jarrett album, do so. Because it's only five tracks, but each one is just awesome. Uh, the five tracks are Grow Your Own and then Moonchild slash In Your Quiet Place. Moonchild kind of segues into In Your Quiet Place. Como in Vietnam, which you heard, Fortune Smiles, and The Raven Speaks. Now, The Raven Speaks uh, got shortened kind of down to just The Raven, and you may have heard groups like Woody Herman and his big band in the 70s cover that. Um, it's the same song. So, uh, super duper funky. Um, in Your Quiet Places, super introspective, gorgeous Um and then you've got groove-tastic tunes like Grow Your Own and just very cool tunes like Como in Vietnam. I, I can't recommend this album highly enough. Like, if I, if I was forced to take ten albums on a desert island, this would probably be one of them. It's just that good. So, um, hopefully that will uh, allow you, give you enough uh, hype for you to check this album out. By the way, if you're looking for albums like this um, and the Soul Live that I mentioned, you don't need to write all this down. We've got all that taken care of for you. All you got to do is go to our website, and that's Dr. Jazz Podcast, D R J A Z Z Podcast.wordpress.com. And there you can find out every track by each artist with a picture of the album art right next to it so that way you know exactly what you're getting and exactly what to look for or what to order if you don't have a local record store but by all means if you have a local record store show the love locally because you know if you love music they love music too so and they need all the help they can get you know what i'm saying
So there you go. Um, also, don't forget that you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, um, all those, you know. And um, please share with your friends. And don't forget to write a review or just write, write to us. You know, we always love to hear from listeners um, and see what's on their minds. You know what I mean? Uh, tell us you love the show, hate the show, have ideas for a show, you know. Uh, have questions. Fire away. Anyway, so enough on the soapbox. Let's get to another great set of music from this grab bag edition of the Dr. Jazz podcast. Don't go anywhere.
cosas que mi gente quiere son las cosas que siempre he querido una copita para brindar y otras dos para los dos que vienen contigo los que no me subían a internet vacilando de amigos ahora que nos ponen la alfombrita roja vienen conmigo me maten si no pueden entrar me muera no le puedo fallar Yo sin esta gente pa' qué cojones quiero pasar Me maten si no pueden entrar Me muera no le puedo fallar Yo sin esta gente pa' qué cojones quiero pasar Agua
vida no pensamos Que la gloria es el dinero Pero, pero nos equivocamos Nuestra gente lo primero que vive de la puerta dice que somos Shall I pack it to the wind? Yeah, pack it! 
So that was Peckin. Yeah, by none other than Johnny Hodges and his orchestra. Now, you're probably scratching your head going, what? Johnny Hodges? Yep. Uh, but it comes from the album Ellington, The Duke's Men, Small Groups, Volume 1, on disc 2. It's a two-disc set. Um, <laughs> I just, what attracted to me to this the attraction to me for this uh, particular tune was the vocals. They just sound so crazy. And then I got more surprised when I actually looked up in the liner notes here, and I'm looking at who is on the vocals, and it's Cootie Williams. The trumpet great Cootie Williams on, uh, on the crazy vocals with the whole band behind him. Now, if that isn't crazy enough, I started looking up, well, who is in the Johnny Hodges Orchestra at this time? Because it's May 20th, 1937, on drums is Sonny Greer. Uh, Hayes Alvis is on the bass. Fred Guy is on guitar. Cootie Williams is on trumpet. Bonnie Beegard is on the clarinet. And all this is starting to sound familiar. Johnny Hodges is on soprano and alto saxophone. Otto Hardwick on alto. Harry Carney on barry sax. And I'm like, who is this piano player? Duke Ellington. Now, wait a minute. Now, I don't know what exactly happened here. If this is one of those things like Johnny and Duke started talking. Duke said, well, you think you can run the band better? Go ahead, you know, put your name on and say how well it does. You know, who knows, you know, what the 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 impetus was for uh, the band to record under Johnny Hodge's name. It could be that uh, it could be one of those stories and that uh, they wanted to record for this other record label. But... They couldn't do it under Duke's name, so everybody got together and they put it under Johnny Hodge's name. So it could be something like that, uh, a legal issue, you know. Uh, but regardless, Peckin is a great tune, and there's lots of great tunes uh, throughout this whole collection. I mean, just in this volume one, two-disc set, it's we're looking at 45 tracks, and uh, they're all really good. Um, Alabama Home. Rexatious, Foolin' Myself, Peckin', which we just heard, Moonlight Fiesta, uh, tons of great songs, you know, Digga Digga Doo, Demitas, yeah. So um, check that out if, if you get a chance. Uh, it, it's well worth it, you know, uh, for some 1930s Ellington. Um, so yeah, Peckin' was the name of that track. Before that, we heard um, C. Tengana, uh, 
with uh, featuring uh, Antonio Carmona with the song Me Maten, uh, which translates to home uh, in Spanish. And um, I'm not going to I'm not going to pretend I'm hipper than thou. You know what I mean? I, I don't put on any airs. Um, I was th- th- this group, this band, uh, this artist was totally off my radar. And uh, my wife loves to listen to the NPR Tiny Desks concerts um, from time to time. And I walked in and I said, that sounds like, uh, you know, Sergio Mendez or something, but more modern. She goes, no, it's C. Tagana. <laughs> and I went, say what? And that it might not be jazz per se. It might not be uh, Bossa Nova, but it definitely has that vibe and i just wanted to share it so yeah sometimes we bridge a little outside of the quote-unquote jazz umbrella but you know uh i have a very big umbrella i have big ears and i have a big heart so uh we welcome all you know and we love all good music and i definitely think that uh is a is a great great song and um, it's just a happy vibe. It's a great summer vibe. And we are in summer. Um, and I love the emotion uh, that Antonio Carmona gets when he's singing his part. You know, he's the older gentleman with the vocals. Um, and the, the syncopation to the melody is just incredible. You know what I mean? I'm looking at it just from musical terms, right? And um, the, the, the whole choir you know, uh, of people behind them going, mema, mema, <laughs> you know, it's just, oh, it's so good. If you get a chance, watch the actual Tiny Desk concert, uh, from NPR, lots of great stuff on there, you know, uh, but yeah, Mematen. And then, uh, we started off the set with a really, 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 really cool, it's a long track, but it was a really cool track, and it's called La Llorona, uh, and it was taken live uh, from the Lobero Theater uh, in Santa Barbara. Uh, and it, it's a track uh, from Charles Lloyd's album, uh, Eight, Kindred Spirits, uh, which dropped February 28th, 2020. So uh, a relatively recent album from Charles Lloyd. Uh, of course, Charles Lloyd was on the saxophone, uh, Ruben Rogers was on the bass, Eric Harland on the drums, Julian Lodge on guitar, and Gerald Clayton on piano. And oh, the band, especially Gerald Clayton and Julian Lodge, just so gorgeous, you know, with the interacting and stuff like that. And hell, I mean, it takes Charles Lloyd, what, five minutes to come in? I mean, the track's half over, but when he comes in, man, it's just like the clouds part, you know. Oh, such a great lead up and such melodic quality to that song. It's just it's one of those uh, tracks that, you know, I was like working on something and I was listening to this and then that track hits. It's the third out of four tracks. And it just made me literally stop what I was doing and just listen. You know, it would have been one of those moments uh, you hear those stories about people hearing something in the car and then they just have to pull over because it moves. And that, that was kind of the way it was for me. Um, somebody wasn't in a car. So there you go. Um, but yeah, Charles Lloyd from the album Eight Kindred Spirits Live from the Lobero. Um, 
very cool. You know, Charles Lloyd doesn't put out anything bad. You know, you know you're going to get... Uh, now, it could be challenging listening, but there is nothing that's quote-unquote bad by Charles Lloyd. It's another really um, safe, you know, artist to confide in. You know, you know you're going to get real high-quality work with Charles Lloyd. So, uh, Yeah, so... Remember, uh, you can find all the, these albums uh, and the cover art uh, where, you know, for whatever t- tracks you're interested in, if you want to order them or whatever, and they're on our website, uh, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast, dot WordPress, dot com. And uh, you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. So please share with your friends, subscribe, like, all that other stuff. Uh, Feel free to write to us with questions, comments, concerns, uh, and we would love to hear from you. So, okay, uh, enough of the PSA there. Now, uh, let's see what we got. Oh, we got some really good stuff coming up for you on this set. So don't go anywhere. Sit tight. Get ready to groove. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Gonzalez, Paul Gonzalez on the tenor saxophone with Second Chance from his Impulse album Cleopatra Feeling Jazzy. It features Paul on the tenor saxophone with that luscious ballad sound. <clears throat> you know, a lot of people only know Paul Gonzalez uh, as the guy who took like 26 choruses from Newport with Ellington and his orchestra on Diminuendo and Crescendo and Blue. But he was more than just a, you know, a reeler and a rocker on the tenor saxophone. He had a gorgeous ballad tone that I love, 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 love. And uh, that's why I picked that track to to feature Paul and that light. Uh, yeah, 
Paul on the tenor saxophone, Kenny Burrell on the guitar, Hank Jones on piano. I mean, tastiest of the tasty, am I right? George DeVivier on the bass, Roy Haynes, Snap Crackle on the drums. Recorded May 1963. Oh, now this also comes as a two in one. Uh, if you don't want the album, if you want the album, it's Cleopatra feeling jazzy. If you want the CD, uh, that's a two for one. It's on the impulse title, Tell It the Way It Is by Paul Gonzalez. Killer, killer, killer stuff. Before that, we heard Prayer for Passive Resistance by the one, the only, Charles Baron Mingus from his album Pre-Bird. We heard his composition Prayer for Passive Resistance, which features uh, Mingus, of course, on the bass, Ted Curson on trumpet, Jimmy Nepper on the trombone, Eric Dolphy, alto sax flute, bass clarinet, Youssef Latif on the tenor sax and flute, Booker Irvin being really featured on that track with his gorgeous Texas tenor sound on the tenor saxophone, Joe Farrell on the tenor saxophone and flute, and Danny Richmond on the drums. Other tracks on this album actually include uh, Sir Roland Hanna, as well as uh, Paul Blay, Marcus Belgrave, Clark Terry, Eddie Burt, Slide Hampton, um, Don Butterfield, uh, just a whole host of, of great, great cats. So, and like I said, once again, this comes from the album Pre-Bird um, on, on Verve. And yeah, I mean, it's Mingus. You can't go wrong with Mingus. Am I right? So, uh, yeah, lots of great Mingus stuff out there. But this is a good one, too, because most of these tracks on this album were recorded uh, before Charlie Parker started playing with, um, before Charles Mingus started playing with Charlie Parker. Um, so yeah, you can definitely tell that there's a big Ellington influence specifically. I mean, all, there's always a big Ellington influence on Mingus, but specifically on this period of, of compositions that he wrote. So prayer for passive resistance for show. And then we started off the set with the wildly original, uh, sounds of Steve Coleman and five elements perpetuate the funk started off with this like operatic kind of like organ and soprano vocal thing going on and then it just busts into like 80s drums you know and uh there's a lot of reasons for that first of all it was the 80s when this was recorded it was 1987 from the album world expansion by steve coleman and five elements and it features steve coleman on alto saxophone dk dyson that we heard on the kind of like vocals, the operatic and the regular vocals there. Graham Hayes, Haynes on the trumpet, Robin Eubanks on the trombone, the great Jerry Allen on keyboards and piano, Kelvin Bell on electric guitar, Kevin Bruce Harris, who actually, are you ready for this? Actually wrote that song. Kevin Bruce Harris was on electric bass and Mark Johnson. No, not that one. Mark with a K. Mark Johnson on drums. Mm, mm, mm. 
Yeah, it was uh, mixed December 1986 and released January of 1987 for JMT Productions. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been really kind of revisiting a lot of the uh, M-Bass-related um, artists like Steve Coleman, Greg Osby, Cassandra Wilson, uh, Robin Eubanks, and uh, there's a lot of great stuff. You know, I mean, um, I know we're in the kind of retro 80s era, it seems like, with pop culture. But nonetheless, um, it, it's it's stuff that I have. It's not always on the forefront of my radar the way that Ellington, Mingus, Train, Miles, etc. is. Um, but it's cool. It's, it's really cool. You know what I mean? As a saxophone player myself, uh, listening to Steve Coleman, uh, I'm kind of listening with two different ears one as just uh, as a music listener and as a jazz fan um getting kind of refamiliarized with that that whole sound of the five elements uh but the other side of me is just the other ear so to speak is listening as a saxophonist and and just the amazing things that steve coleman continues to do and did even way back then so yeah yeah super hip stuff so hopefully you dug it perpetuate the funk Okay, let's see. Uh, we've got one, two, uh, yeah, we got three more sets for y'all. This one, we're going to start off with some Dave Holland. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Jazz Grab Bag here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
His composition, Soft Touch, from his Blue Note album, Classic The Procrastinator, uh, recorded July 14th, 1967. Yeah, man. Uh, This really features a who's who in the band. Uh, On drums, Billy Higgins. On bass, Ron Carter. On the piano, Herbie Hancock. On vibraphone, Bobby Hutcherson on the tenor saxophone, the great Wayne Shorter, who was the compatriot with the great trumpet player Lee Morgan, uh, with Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. He, uh, Lee, that is, brought them back together again uh, for this Blue Note date. Uh, but this time he's got Herbie and Bobby. Billy and Ron Carter. It's just amazing. Um, And all the tunes are either composed by Lee or Wayne, uh, which I find really cool. Um, Yeah. 
and soft touch. It, it ends the album, and it's um, it's a Lee Morgan tune, and it's a very nice little tune. You know, it's just very cool. Uh, before that, it was all Cannonball. I mean, just pouring soul all over that track. We heard Serenata uh, from his Capital Jazz release, Cannonball Adderley Takes Charge. Uh, features Cannonball on the alto, Wenton Kelly on the piano, uh, Paul Chambers on the bass, Jimmy Cobb on the drums. Now, if Wenton Kelly, Jimmy Cobb, and Paul Chambers sound roughly familiar, yeah, that would be the rhythm section for Freddy the Freeloader on uh, Kind of Blue. And, of course, Cannonball was part of that. Uh, seminal album for Miles Davis. Um, yeah, it's just a great little track, and I, I just wanted to revisit it and uh, that album in general. Um, and that tune really popped out at me, and I said, "Man, I gotta share that with everybody." It's just a happy tune, you know. Uh, and then we started off the set with the great Dave Holland Quintet. We heard Secret Garden. And what I love about this track is it's got that kind of Sephardi edge to it. You know, that Arabic kind of groove, you know, that Middle Eastern vibe to it. Um, and it, it just, I don't know, it, it just kind of snakes in and out of all the cool tones. And it, it's just so colorful, musically speaking. Um, yeah, and, and talk about a stellar lineup. Uh, th- here you go. So this is 2006. It comes from Dave Holland's album Critical Mass uh, on the Dare 2 Records. It features Dave Holland on the double bass, um, Nate Smith on the drums, Steve Nelson on vibraphone, marimba, and tambourine, Robin Eubanks on the trombone, and the great Chris Potter on tenor and soprano sax. Um, yeah. Just great interplay, great empathy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just the whole album is fantastic. This is one of the the few albums that, like, every track is just a complete winner. Um, I love it. I really do. That's a really great album. Uh, so if you haven't checked out uh, the Dave Holland Quintet Critical Mass album, do yourself a favor. Check that one out pronto. Um, if you want to know what it looks like, just go to our website. That website is Dr. Jazz Podcast, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. And there you can find out information on every track, artist, and album art for each one of our episodes here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And that is so you can build your own jazz collection or you can know what to download or you know uh, where to go out. And hopefully, if you're able to support your local uh, record shops because everybody needs help, especially in the music, you know, industry. So um, help those record stores if you can. Okay. Also, don't forget you can find the Doctor Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Please feel free to write us uh, any comments, questions, concerns. Um, whether you like a show, whether you don't like a show, whether you have an idea. Uh, for a show, we'd love to hear from you. We welcome all mail. So uh, do us a favor and drop us a line. 
and write a review if you get a chance to, like on Apple Podcasts, or hit like or subscribe, any one of those things or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, okay, enough of the PSA. We got two more great sets coming for y'all. Um, yeah, speaking of the, the whole Middle Eastern vibe, we're going to keep that going uh, with this next artist. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. <laughs>
Miss Billie Holiday <clears throat> with Travelin' All Alone. And that comes from the quintessential Billie Holiday on Columbia, Volume 5, 1937-1938. And this particular track, Travelin' All Alone, 
was recorded in New York September 13th, 1937. And it features Buck Clayton on the trumpet, Buster Bailey on the clarinet, the great Lester Young, the president, Prez on the tenor sax, Claude Thornhill on piano, Freddie Green on guitar, Walter Page on bass, Joe Jones on drums. If that rhythm section sounds relatively familiar, it's the great American rhythm section, Sans Basie. Um, Freddie Green, Walter Page, Joe Jones, all the rhythm section players with the Count Basie band, but Claude Thornhill, another band leader, is on piano. Um, and of course, the great Billie Holiday on vocals, Lady Day. Incredible, incredible stuff. Um, yeah, love, 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 love this stuff. So any one of the uh, quintessential volumes on Columbia is totally worth it. The sound is good. Um, and yeah, it's just great Billy Holiday tracks. Before that, we heard The Girl I Call Baby. <laughs> Uh, which features Clark Terry on the trumpet and a big, huge feature for, once again, the great Paul Gonzalez on tenor saxophone, Willie Jones at the piano, Jimmy Wood on the bass, and Sam Woodyard on the drums. Recorded August 6, 1957. And that track, The Girl I Call Baby, was previously unreleased. It was previously unissued. Um, and what's even stranger is that it's this gorgeous ballad, who, 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 but whoever wrote it, the composer's name does not appear on any of the Argo files. Huh. So, uh, this comes from a, a, a set called Daylight Express, uh, it's a Chess Records reissue. Uh, it's Clark Terry featuring Paul Gonzalez. And you can't go wrong when you have Clark Terry and Paul Gonzalez. I mean, you really can't go wrong with anything CT. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but Clark Terry, he, he just kind of gets a little blip in there in the beginning and the end. But what you get is these like luscious clouds for your ears to just travel on. That's what Paul Gonzalez's tone kind of reminds me of. So, yeah, great stuff. Great, great, great. Beautiful stuff. And then we opened up with uh, a track called Taxim, uh, which is by the great bassist slash oud player, uh, Ahmed Abdul Malik. And it comes from his album East Meets West, uh, recorded March 16th, 1959. So, about to blow your mind here. As if, kind of blue, giant steps, time out, the shape of jazz to come, Mingus Um, all of those albums weren't enough in the same year. Stuff like this is also being recorded in jazz. So there you have it. Super interesting. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and you may have, have, have heard the name Ahmed Abdul-Malik before this um, because he w was the bass player for Thelonious Monk. If you've seen the uh, 
Sounds of Jazz on CBS, that film, and you saw the Thelonious Monk Trio, you saw Malik um, on the on the bass in that film. If you have heard the Monk and Coltrane at Carnegie Hall reissue, or the the album that was recently found, I do believe uh, Ahmed Abdul Malik is on that as well. So. So you've heard him, even though you didn't know you've heard him. But uh, he's of Sudanese descent that actually was born uh, in Brooklyn or the Bronx. I can't remember. But he, he did everything from like Greek weddings to um, jazz to symphonic works. He played the uh, the bass, the violin, the oud, the tuba, the piano. Uh, an incredible composer. He wrote that song that we started off the set. So, um, yeah. So if you're looking looking for some more uh, Middle Eastern kind of jazz, uh, check out some more Ahmed Abdul Malik. It's awesome stuff, and I can't recommend it highly enough. So there you go. Now uh, we got one more set coming at you. Uh, we do hopefully uh, we do hope that you have enjoyed this. Uh, we do love doing the uh, the grab bag tracks here at the Doctor Jazz Podcast, and hopefully you've heard a wide array of music. Uh, from Clark Terry to Billy Holiday to James Brandon Lewis to Mingus, Dave Holland, Cannonball, uh, Charles Lloyd, C. Tangana. Um, yeah, in fact, I've actually, without even trying to do it, I, I've, I've hit the, you know, the Trinity. I've got Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald, and Billie Holiday in the same podcast, and I didn't even intentionally do that. It just happened to be that way. So, there you have it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we do want to say thank you for listening, and uh, we got one more uh, very cool, breezy set coming at you. So, remember, you can find all your information um for the Dr. Jazz Podcast on our website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z Podcast.wordpress.com. And you can find it wherever you find your podcast, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Please write if you have any uh, ideas or questions. And with that being said, let's get to this last great set of music. Thanks so much.
stuff <clears throat> so we started off that set with a tune that is one of my favorite 
Jobim tunes, and it's called Wave. And it comes from the A&M slash CTI label uh, with an album of the same name, Wave. And it's by Antonio Carlos Jobim. uh, It was recorded in May and June 1967 for Creed Taylor. Uh, Ron Carter's on the bass. Um, on this album, Damon Romeo and Bobby Rosengarden, Claudio uh, Sloan, we're all on drums. Um, Ray Beckenstein, Romeo Pinke, and Jerome Richardson are on flutes and piccolo. Herbie Green, Jimmy Cleveland on the trombones. Of course, uh, Antonio Carlos Jobim is on the piano, guitar, and harpsichord on this album. Uh, full violin section, uh, full cello section. And it's actually conducted by the great Klaus Ogerman. Um, yeah, this is just a fantastic album of Bossa Nova. I uh, love, love, love it. It's one of my favorite. To some people, it's a little cheesy, but to me, I just love it. So uh, hopefully you dig it too. Uh, after that, we heard, um, and I did not mean to do this, I promise. Uh, we heard the track, Why Are We Afraid? And... Uh, it's written by Langdon and Previn, uh, and it features Art Pepper on the alto saxophone, Conti Condoli on the trumpet, and then, this is what I'm saying, I did not mean to do this, it's the exact same rhythm section that was playing behind Cannonball Adderley on Serenata earlier. Uh, Wenton Kelly on the piano, Paul Chambers on the bass, and Jimmy Cobb on the drums. Just two different alto players. One was Cannonball, one's Art Pepper. Uh, but it's a gorgeous ballad, Why Are We Afraid? And that was in the middle there. And then we ended with this, uh, a very lighthearted, um, beautiful tune, Shango um, Ejibae, by the great Joao Donato, um, off of his album Lugar Comum, uh, which translates to commonplace. Um yeah, and it, it's just the, the Lugar Comum is one of those albums that uh, it came out in, I believe, 1975. Uh, it was definitely mid-70s for uh, Joao Donato. And um, it's kind of like that Wave album for Jobim. It's just like every track is just like killer. You know, you have like these contemplative kind of songs um, like Tudo Tim, and then you have like uh, great songs like Shango Ejibae, like what we just ended with. Um, there's also Emorio, um, uh, Banana Nira, Emenina. I mean, and then you have like such relaxing things like l- the the title track Lugar Comum. So, uh, yeah, I, I cannot stress how awesome. Uh, that album is and it's perfect it's the perfect complement for a summer uh, where you can finally get back out on the beach or just you know in the sand or under an umbrella get you a pina colada or something like that and just enjoy the the salt the sand the air uh, pretend you're on the beach in Rio <laughs> you know what I mean um, yeah but regardless uh, this concludes our grab bag uh, jazz tracks here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. want to say thank you so much for listening. Uh, we wouldn't be anything without you. Remember, we're not making any money off this. We actually pay you to do this, so it's n- for nothing but the love of spreading jazz music to all of you. 
Uh, the famous words of Duke Ellington. Thank you very much, and we do love you madly. Until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust.